copies. We welcome in the wall Guac to the Sports 1440 studios. Uh, Kevin Carries, Eddie Steele, the wall. Thanks for coming in. Uh, and you just got back into town too. Yes, yes, I did. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Well, congratulations. You just signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How did the whole process in the last kind of week or so happen and progress? So uh, it really started with the workout. I worked out for them December 12th. Uh, after that, kind of waited a little bit. They they made the playoffs, so it kind of, you know, postponed things a little bit. And, and once once their season came to uh, finish, they they started, you know, talking more about signing me and bringing me back to see because they, they, they liked what they saw at the workout. And it kind of just, you know, we, we sealed the deal just Tuesday the other day. So mm-hmm. I went there for a day. Flew right back. It was it was long travel, but you know I'm I'm back and I'm happy that I'm that I'm signed now. So I know Eddie's just chomping at the bit here. We got two defensive linemen in the studio, so uh, take her away, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Just real quick, just in terms of the business side of things, Luol, um, contractually, do you have an agent? Is he American-based? Uh, no, he's Canadian. Uh, Rob Fry's Ah, agent. there you go. We yeah. have the same oh, agent. There you go. There wow. you go. Cool. Small world. Shout out Rob, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Rob negotiated two of my contracts, two of my best contracts. Mm-hmm. In the there CFL. you go. Hey, so, hey, you're in guy. good hands, bro. You're a great guy. No, that's so – you've been on a whirlwind since – winning the Grey Cup then because yeah. you win the Grey Cup uh, late November and then what were you just starting to talk to NFL teams right after that or what? Uh, so we won the Grey Cup kind of kind of took a week to, to soak it all in we had the parade and everything up there in Montreal mm. and then uh, early December is when I started to kind of get the idea that I was probably going to go for the workout there um, I was you know I was told that you know there would be a maybe if I get a shot or not you know I think I think I did enough but at the same time, you know, it's sometimes sometimes that's not always what it is. So mm-hmm. I was I was I was very thankful when Tampa came through and they called me to come through for the workout. So yeah, it was it was it was pretty quick because the Grey Cup was December nineteenth. I mean uh, November nineteenth, mm-hmm. and then had a week of parading, and then uh, you know I kind of had that sense that I was going to have that workout, so I was getting back in the weight room more yeah. often, and you know yeah. getting ready, get my body right, and on to the next chapter. And it's tough too because you know people talk about workouts all the time Kevin but mm-hmm. then get having a workout after, after. a season mm-hmm. right like and then after a great cup celebration too like there's <laughs> I'm not saying but I'm just saying that yeah. that takes a little toll on you so to get right and put on um, a showing at NFL workouts man that's a testament to you mm-hmm. thank you thank you what was the workout like what did you have to do so uh we did it was pretty in D-line terms, and Eddie knows, like, D-line drills, you know, you got indie, you got, like, pop-up bags, you got, like, probably, like, four or five staple drills for every 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 uh, D-line drill in practice. And yeah. it was basically that, and they kind of just wanted to see how, how well I moved and how I was able to change direction uh, laterally and, you know, just making sure that I was what, what they saw in film, and, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't too long. It wasn't too crazy. It was probably, like, it was four, four or five drills, Bang bang, and then it was done. It was, I thought it was going to be. I was preparing for the worst. Yeah. It was. It was good either way. Kevin Carey's Eddie Steele, and uh, Lawal Uguak in the Sports fourteen forty studios. Uh, so Lawal, just go back to the Great Cup, and we we had you on a couple of times over the course of the year mm-hmm. when you were in Montreal. Then you came home. You had the bye week, and yeah. which was it fit in just perfectly for you because you got to spend time with your family here. Mm-hmm. But just the whole season in Montreal and how I guess you guys sort of started to peak and got better and better and better and then ultimately you know the ultimate prize at the end right so when uh coming into the season you know i felt we had a pretty good team uh we we 
we won most of the most of the games, especially out in our division. That we had three three teams to beat, and that was pretty much uh, BC, Toronto, and Winnipeg. Uh, we had our shots at, uh, playing them. We played them pretty well in each game, uh, except for that one game against Winnipeg in Winnipeg. That was tough, but. Uh, you know, and starting the season, a lot of people were saying, "Okay, Montreal is going to be one of those teams." And as as we, you know, we lost a couple of games. A couple of games got away from us. We kind of got just under 500. We were six and seven. And then um, I kind of came in. That's when I kind of came to the picture. I didn't really play. I played a little bit of special teams. I played, you know, five, mm-hmm. ten snaps a game early on. But once uh, once we played Toronto that second time was kind of when I I started to see the field a little more. Uh, had a pretty good game against Calgary, and then from then we were like we started rolling. We went from six and seven to eleven and seven, and not, not enough thirteen and seven actually yeah. winning the Grey Cup in the playoff game. So, so that was that was pretty fun. And with a dominant defensive performance mm-hmm. on route, right? Like your guys' D really shored up uh-huh. throughout the season. So you know that's got to make a guy feel good when you know you're a piece of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see you smiling. We did change a couple things in our defense since <laughs> I started playing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have a lot of similarities between us because you and I both played for this guy. I'm going to hold my um, hold releasing my uh, feelings about him as a coach. But what what are your thoughts on Coach Moss? I want to see if we align. Uh, in in terms of how we feel about him as a coach? Coach Moss, honestly, in my first year, I think that's probably the best coach that I could have had. Mm. Uh, he's very fiery and, like, for for the team that we had and all the different type of people, we have, we have Quebec people, um, we had people from America, we had yeah. people from all over Canada, and, like, and he was able to really make the team gel. And... Um, I didn't really know his past or where or, or where he was coaching, but I, I've I've seen him and you know watching TV, watching the Eskimos games, Elks games, and stuff like that. But he was definitely came in with he came in with that mindset where he was gonna try to change, try to make sure that we were the closest knit team. And even when we were we went on a losing skid and and it was it was pretty dark times in the locker room and we were still playing uh um we were playing the, we had a bird's nest is which is like a group of every other. Every player, all the players were grouped in different uh, positions and nationalities and all that just to make sure that we were mm. getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. We're in the locker room playing playing games and we're, we just lost. And, like, and, and you know, in the moment, it's like, like, Coach, come on. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? But then yeah. it's like, then we look back and we look we look to the playoffs and, and, like, playing teams like Winnipeg and how resilient we mm. were as a team and how, like, on the defense, we're like, yo, like, you're my brother, I'm your brother, let's go, let's go do this. And that kind of, and I know it's it's little in the locker room. We're playing, it's real though. We're playing, uh, we're playing, uh, what was it called, pickleball? I, I don't, I don't yeah. play that, but <laughs> they're playing pickleball. We have the little hoop, we got the ping pong table Soccer set up. ball and Yo, stuff. Guys are staying in the locker room till like 6 p.m. after, like yeah. after a day of like practice and like lifting. And it was just, just a, you know, te- bonding with the team and, I really like that, and that was that was a really good thing that he did. That's important, man, mm-hmm. because when you're in the trenches in mm-hmm. war, like you say against Winnipeg, battle tested. You look at that dude next to you; you know he's got your back. Yep, that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Kevin Carey, Eddie Steele, and Lawalu Guac in the Sports 1440 studios. Uh, text coming in one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Triple C in a truck just says uh, he's got six letters in capital letters: T I T A N S, Titans. So. That's where it all started for you, yeah, Lawal, yeah. Uh, playing for the Harry Ainley Titans. And uh, we had Tyler Greenslade on yesterday, and you heard about that. And yep. the fact that he was just talking about how, you know, proud he was, and the school's proud of you. So just mm-hmm. kind of take us back to Harry Ainley, where you got your start, and then where you moved forward. So uh, when I came into Ainley, it was actually uh, Greenslade's first year. He was just finishing a little tenure with the... It was Saskatchewan. He, mm-hmm. had, he, he was in CFL for a bit, then he, then he came down and started coaching... Uh, 
we I, we, I knew that he was a younger coach and he was going to, you know, try to find ways. We were going to be kind of the test dummies um, to see how, how, how we'd, we'd go. And I think as, as time went and we began to trust each other and he kind of looked towards me to be a leader, you know, things started to fall into place. Uh, my grade 10 year, I was a little bit injured here and there, uh, but he still, you know, demanded a lot out of me. Grade 11, I was starting to really, uh, you know, get fill, fill in my body and feel better mm-hmm. on the field, more comfortable, more confident. And once we hit grade 12, that was when we kind of broke through. And not just me, a lot of guys on the team, yeah. too, that we came in, in that, that year. Uh, won the provincial championship. Uh, by then, I was already committed to UConn. And, you know, things were starting to look up in my football career. I uh, went from uh, went to UConn, played as a true freshman, yeah. uh, played in most games that I was there, actually. And then uh, COVID, we didn't have a season, but... Uh, I decided to transfer after the 2021 season. We were, we were going through some coaching changes as well and some things over there. So I, I decided that, you know, it was in my best interest to uh, to go and transfer. And, you know, I landed at TCU. And that was that was another great experience, to be honest, going to the national championship. Mm. So it was, it was exposure. Yeah, it went from national championship to uh, big offseason, getting ready for pro day, going to pro day, then going to workouts in New York, then going to workout in Atlanta, and then... The next day after Atlanta, I was in Montreal, and then we were in football. We were in camp, and then from camp to the season, a full Grey Cup, 23, 24-week season, and then for it to all pay off with me getting this NFL mm-hmm. look is, you know, it's, I don't even think, I don't even see how big it is, but it's like, it's like, damn, yeah. you know, it's been, it's been I, think I, I think I needed a little well-deserved break, just a little bit. Yeah, it's the truth, man. And you do need to, just from experience, and I mean, you're, you've reached a level that I've never been able to, to reach. I played nine years in the CFL, but, you know, I never signed an NFL contract. Mm-hmm. And you need to soak it in, but, man, you got to also keep that head down and grind because yes, you're in such a special, special, unique situation. And, like, you have such good leverage, too, with the CFL game now. Mm-hmm. Now that you've inked that NFL contract, regardless of Montreal having your rights, et cetera, if anything doesn't happen the way you want it to pan out down mm-hmm. south, man, the leverage that you have coming back, having had that NFL opportunity in the CFL, being a Canadian, oh, I'm envious of you, man. I'm envious of you, brother. Plus the game tape. Because forget all the extra stuff, you know, the hype of the NFL. You got the game tape. Mm -hmm. You know, you showed out in the Grey Cup. Five tackles. No sack. Did you have a sack? Uh, No, No, I almost had one. Shout out Lemon. Lemon. smoked Brady. Yeah, yeah, Lemon got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, the tape, and that's everything. Uh The tape is everything. So, with the NFL... um, just talking some of your metrics, man. How much you your height and weight? What do you normally play at, and what are you looking to to play at down south? Uh, so I'm six six four, uh, two sixty right now. Um, try to stay between two sixty and two sixty five. Uh, obviously, whatever they want me, I don't. Know, I can get up there. I've played. I've played all over the D line, especially going. Uh, while I was at UConn and while I was at TCU, I dropped, went up to 280, dropped down to 270, and then dropped down to 265. And that's kind of where I feel comfortable right now. I, I, I feel like I could play inside and out. So really, whatever whatever they have planned for me, I'll, I'll go in and, and do my best. I know you say, you know, you politically correct, yeah, you can do whatever. But what are you most comfortable? Are you stand-up D-end, or do you want your hand in the dirt? Uh, I, I can play on the edge. I can yeah. play on the edge for sure. You know, I feel like I have good length, and that's what I was kind of, you know, I was grateful that I was able to really show that this year. Um, played in a different type of defense while I was at TCU, so it was a little, it was a, it was a little, it wasn't your your traditional, you know, 4-3 or, or just, especially at my position, we were, we were a little bit expendable playing inside and outside. 
but uh, that's why I'm, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity at, um, in Montreal to really to really show because I know there was a, there was there was a lot of people that were like, oh, th- can he play inside? Can he play outside? Like we think he should be playing inside, and it's like, what? Like I feel like I you know I had that opportunity to really show people and show doubters or whatever whoever it was that mm-hmm. I can play I can play the game of football, and I'm happy that I got a chance to do that. Kevin Carey, Sadie Steele, and Lawal Uguak in the Sports 1440 studios uh, in Montreal. Uh, just can you discuss and, and tell our, our listeners how much the likes of, uh, you know, Sean Lemon and, and Almondo Sewell helped mm-hmm. you this last year? Yeah, they those guys, they really they really took me under their wing, to be honest. Sean came a little late in the season. We, uh, we had a completely different D-line. And then, you know, they made a couple changes, a couple moves. Sean came in. Um, and he was, you know, he was, he took me under his wing. He was telling me, he's like, yo, like you could, you could really do some things if you just keep grinding and, you know, come like, you know, he, he, he told me to come yeah. stay over here with him. And like, we'd, we'd hang out, we'd go grab food and all that stuff. And, um, in a matter of time, I was in the starting role with him and it's crazy how with like a player like Sean, like we had a lot of things that complimented each other. He was, you know, he was the edge rusher, but like, you know, like there was the, I'm trying to think there was one play. It was one play. Oh, it was Toronto. He okay. got he got the strip sack uh, against uh, Chad Kelly. He got the strip sack, fumbles like he's like, "Yo, Lou," he said. <laughs> he's like, he's telling me to take the inside move. I took the inside move. As soon as I did, I was like, "I know why he did that." Quarterback rolled out to the right. So we could go you high. See, you see Lemon coming, and yeah. I seen him. He just swatted the ball. I was like, okay, I got you. And like, and we would do that stuff unconsciously. So it was pretty, it was pretty pretty crazy. Mondo Mondo as well. You know those guys. I feel like they're, you know, my uncles. They are, because they're my age <laughs> they're, playing still. It's they're, crazy. they're a little older. And I knew Mondo since I was young. Because yeah. Mondo played out here in Edmonton. I didn't yeah. know him, know him. But, like, there was he was running camps at Angley. And I've seen him. I've heard his name. Like, I, you know, 2000, 2010, I played a preseason. And uh, in, in, I, I played a halftime show. I don't know if it was a preseason game for you guys, but I was with the Edmonton Chargers. And I played a mm-hmm. halftime show. And I'm pretty sure Mondo was playing in that game. And and he we didn't obviously didn't know each other, but now I was I was always telling him like, no, bro, I'm your teammate now. It's crazy. You know? Yeah, I read that <laughs> article. <laughs> That's he, cool. Yeah. You know, uh, I was at uh, just outside Commonwealth one day years ago, and Armando was standing outside, and this lady comes, and I I, I don't know, I'd never seen her before in my life, mm. and she brought Armando like a whole basket of fresh fruit from BC. Oh, wow. And he grabbed, you know, and he gave her a hug, da, 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 and then he had to go into practice. And he said, so do you, do you, you know, like, are you know him? Like, are you tight? No, no, that's just Elmondo. I just wanted to give him some fruity. <laughs> and like, that's kind of how Elmondo yeah. is, I guess. Actually, oh, in, uh, later on in the season, we, we started to, we started to, you know, do some, co- they invited me actually. Mm-hmm. They were doing it the whole year, but I guess I didn't know, but they, he, Mondo can cook. <laughs> like Mono can really, really cook. And like he was, he was grilling stuff on us. He's, hey Lou, pull up, come to, come to the market, come grab some, like something to bring, and then I'll cook it all on the, on the grill. And he would really, I'm like, okay, I, mm-hmm. I see why, I see, I see why you, why he looked like yeah, a silverback exactly. gorilla, <laughs> exactly. Like yo, what? Like, oh, uh, Luol Guac with this. Eddie had something. Yeah, well, yeah. I know we got to yeah. wrap up no, fairly we're okay, quick. We're okay. uh, I just want to ask you, you know. What do you love about football the most, man? You're a defensive lineman, so mm-hmm. you gotta love the contact. You right. gotta love the violence a bit. You know what? What is it about football that you really love? Um, there's a lot to love about football. You know, I I talk to my friends because they're basketball players. You know, some of them didn't. Not, not not many of them played football, but they they're like, damn, bro, that doesn't that doesn't hurt. This this none. It's like I don't know. Like I've been playing this since I was seven, man. 
Uh, I'm not too, you know, the, mm-hmm. that stuff doesn't really phase me. It's just a part of the game. It's like, you know, rolling an ankle in football, basketball or going mm-hmm. for a rebound, getting poked or something like that. But I think the fact that um, there's, there's the two things I like the most is that, you know, you, you're, you're part of a family and, like, you're really part of a brotherhood. Like, I was telling my friend the other day, like, Let's be real. Football players, since I've been playing, most of them have been playing since they were in high school or, since, or younger. And that same feeling goes mm-hmm. all the way till they're 35. I, the joke's lemons cracking at 35 <laughs> years old in the locker room is the same things that we were cracking mm-hmm. in high school and just the way we're acting <laughs> and stuff like that. So that that as well. And also, like, a lot of people, you can talk you can talk your trash, you can do that, but you got to always back it up. And I, I love being able to back it up. Hey, like I, I was saying the other day, um, I was on another interview against Winnipeg. There was there was this guy who called me a liability. One of the one of the older O-line, you know Winnipeg got an oh, older yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, this liability came in late in the game. It was, this was my, it was just like. Who was just, it? Brian or Hager? Uh, I don't even know. It, it was, I think it was, I think it was the center. He had long hair. Oh, okay, so, Something Lowski like that. But they, they tried, tried calling me out of my name and I was like, okay. And then. Like 15, 16 weeks later when I got the chance to actually play them again and I really showed them who I really was and it was like, okay, who has the last laugh now? I don't got to say too much to you guys, but who got the last laugh? Mm. Kevin Carey, Eddie Steele uh, with our special guest, Lawalu Guac in studio on Sports 1440. Text coming in, one 1440 Congratulations on your great year, Lawal. Coach Mel. Oh, Coach Char- Mel. Chargers is where it all yes. started. And yes, you mentioned he that, was yeah. my first, first head football coach. He was... Yeah, Coach Mal, if, if you're hearing this, man, I love you and I miss you, man. For, uh, that's for a good, long time. good stuff. That's good. And you did mention football family, but your real family. Can you just uh, talk about how proud they are of you? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, every time I interview, I, we always say, run us down where all the brothers are. Where Because uh, uh, is uh, her playing yeah. in, in Europe right yeah, now? Yeah, here. So, so here run here. us down what the family said about everything, how proud they are of you, and then where all the brothers are. Okay, so my family, they're, they're really proud. And they knew... Um, they knew when things were starting to heat up. I was I was giving them updates as my agent was telling me, and and um, when I went, I, as soon as I went, and I signed. I came back and I called my mom, and she was just so like ecstatic. She was she was super happy for me because she knows she she uh, you know she may it may have, may not know as much about football and and how the game goes, but she's been paying attention more and more and more as I've been growing, and I'm just happy that I'm able to show her that you know she made the right choice putting me putting me with the Edmonton Chargers back when I was seven years old. Hmm. Um, here, here. I was just talking with him the other day too. He's he's pretty excited. I'm actually going to go visit him in Germany, uh, watch one of his games, uh, February 9th. He, uh, you know, me and him, always we talk every day, and, yeah. and he knows he knows he saw it in me that I was able to do something like this. And like I, I like I said, you know, we've always had that 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 camaraderie, that brotherhood, where we're like, yo, like you know, you can do this, I can do that. And, you know, we're just gonna keep getting better as as we get older and as we grow. Um, so he's doing really good. I'm excited to go see him and see what Europe looks like. You know, mm-hmm. it's the first time. Um, and, uh, you know, my little brother is at Queens right now. He's, he's starting his second year. Um, uh, he's just, you know, getting right, getting ready for the season. I, he, actually, coming back when I seen him, his body's changed and he's <laughs> gone through one, one full, one full uh, semester of off-season tra- of, uh, college training. Um, you know, I'm happy that he's finally getting able to, to fill out his body and, and learn the game more and, and really – Hone into to to what he has. Uh, my youngest brother, he's still figuring things out right now. Um, I think he has a really good shot of going to play play uh, in U Sports as well. But you know, you know, as his mm-hmm. time his, his time's gonna come the same the same way mine did, and the same way all of all of my other brothers did. 
Did the last time that we talked, it was, I think, during the break when you were here. Mm-hmm. And you, I remember, and both whenever I interview her, he says, too, uh, I don't remember the last time all four of the brothers were together. Yeah. So yeah. Th- when has it been, do you know? It's been since we were all together, COVID. You know, when wow. we were all under one roof. Yeah. Because yeah. I have my, my oldest brother, he's, he lives in Vancouver. He's, he works over there. But um, us four, we... Yeah, the last time was it was was, was, was definitely COVID because yeah. because I remember he played Stingers last year and I was as he was coming in like I left like a week after mm-hmm. it was like didn't even have that much time to to really to really get to enjoy the time with them but I'm I'm glad I get to go over there and see him see some family I got I got some family in London in uh, London we're gonna mm-hmm. go to Germany then we're gonna go to London we're gonna go. See, see what Europe's talking about. And right after this interview, you're going over to see another buddy of Eddie's. Yep, Odell Willis got to get right, man. Me and him, me and him. He, he's, he's definitely, you know, realizing what what we have in store right now, and he's taking advantage to, to, to pull out every, you know, all all the strings to get me right for the season. And I'm happy. I'm happy. I have someone like that in my corner at the moment. Soak up that wisdom, mm-hmm. man. Take advantage of it. There's What's, a reason he's yeah. got 100 plus sacks. Exactly. Yeah. What What would Odell be saying to you, and what would he be kind of, I guess, uh, you know, parlaying his wisdom experience? So what, what What do you think you're going to get out of this here? Uh, I think I'm going to get like, because from someone that's that's been in, in in these shoes before and has played for for this long, it was really. Uh, I've always known Odell, but it was really Lemon mm-hmm. that, that connected us three because yeah. they played with each other and they played with each other in BC. They both call me Chicken Wing Lou. It's just, <laughs> it's just funny. They got a little nickname for me. So anytime I'm, anytime I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, a little tired or whatever, he's like, "Come on, Chicken Wing," and he's 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 he's, he's, he's getting at me because he they know they know what's what it is, and I I obviously know too. But you know, when you're when you're tired, when you're when you're pushing through, you need you need something like that that's just gonna mm-hmm. let you know, hey, like. Don't forget what's don't forget what what's at store right now. Don't forget where you're trying to go. No matter how hard what we're doing, just put your head down and do it. Because then there's gonna be a day when mm-hmm. you're in camp, and when you're trying to make this team, where you're like, dang, am I? You know, like what like what is this fatigue? No, like because this this moment's too big to to just let go like that. You got one last one, Eddie. Anything? You, you know, honestly, that's that's about it, KK yeah. man. I'm just it's, it's impressive. This is impressive listening to you speak, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm just. Yeah, I'm happy for you. I don't know you like that, but I'm mm-hmm. proud of you, man. Thank you, it's man. Cool, I appreciate man. that. I appreciate cool. that. We have one last uh, text I want to get to here, and that's a good way to close it out. This comes uh, from Googie. Been a Bucks fan since the team's inception, but have never bought a jersey because I always felt they looked dumb without numbers, and I <laughs> didn't want the generic Sap, Lynch, or Brady. But now I can't wait until I can pick up and proudly wear my Uguac Tampa Bay jersey. Hey, man. I Pretty really cool. appreciate that. I got to go get right. Yeah, a lot of work to do. A lot of work to mm-hmm. do. A lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. So we wish you all the best, uh, Lowell. We appreciate you coming in. Uh, and now you got to, from here, you're going right to training. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Thanks a lot. That. And uh, best of luck. And, uh, of course, we'll be following uh, uh, your your career and your um, how you're moving up to this next stage, up to this next level. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it.